All right, welcome back to another wild day. Morning, morning. I think it's the morning. Yeah, I don't have my Apple Watch on. Yeah, it's, we were scheduled for ten o'clock. So, anyways, moving on. I'm here with Emily Smith. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. Um, so tell the people first. We're going to talk about business, but that's not what we're talking about today. So, but what do you own? Tell the people. What is yours? Um, I am the owner and lead planner of Mountainesque Weddings and Elopements oh in Durango. Hold on. Lead planner? Does that mean you have another planner? Is there two? You, last year I did, and hopefully in the future. I another will. one? Yes. Because you're that busy. There's a lot of weddings here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that first. So when I thought to myself, so obviously we met in the studio. So people, that's how Emily and I know each other. Yes. Well, gosh, did you start coming like when we first opened? No, I think I started coming in the fall. Last fall? Well, yeah. how to have been? No, it yeah. was like 2021. So the fall before that. Oh, yes. my gosh. So almost an OG, but not really. Well, yes, because we, well, technically we opened in. Or was it 2020? June or I July. I don't remember. Was. I just remember you were one of the very first people that I met. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so quiet. Yes. I was like, she's so shy. It's so sweet. But then over time, there was one day that you just weren't as quiet. And I was like, I need her in my life. I have to I have to have her. And then I um, I think you followed the Instagram, the Cycle Durango Instagram. Yes. And so then I stopped you. Oh, so then mm -hmm. I like pers like I went to my personal page and sent you a request on my personal yes. page. So that's how we became like real life friends. Like in well, the real I remember world. I showed up in class one day and you called me out. You were like, Emily is a wedding planner, everyone. Did I? I don't and remember that. <laughs> that's how I knew you then knew who I was. That's how yep. you knew that I had stopped yep. you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that for us. Yep. I don't remember that at all. I'm glad you and do. The friendship evolved. God, together. I really loved calling people out during spin classes. That <laughs> was great. I don't do that anymore during But then podcasts, I like got but... to know other people because yes. you did that. Really? Oh yes. my God, I love that. That's yeah. a takeaway. Yeah. Well, so I didn't know that you weren't from here. So like I thought you were a local, but then as I saw you kind of like branch out a little bit, I was like, she know all these people? Did you meet, make friends from the studio? Or just like um, in class? Yeah, uh, like in class. Like people who I would talk to then every I time I came that. in. I love that. Yeah. Same OGs. Um, so when I stopped you, this is what became like my obsession of you in a very not creepy way, okay. of course. But I had never seen what you do done before, like your weddings and stuff. So I don't feel like anyone else in Durango, maybe – now they have taken up on that, but I had never seen what you had done. And my husband is like super outdoorsy. And so remember I told you, I was like, dude, I wish I would have met you like oh, one yeah. year before yeah. because I, I even came home and asked my husband, can we get married again? And he dead ass looked at me and was like, why? <laughs> I'm like, well, because Emily does like these really like cool things and like we can go in the mountains and get married and like that's your vibe. Like if that would have been here before – that is what I would have spent all of my money on, and I would have waited for like elopements. I feel like are just you take it to another vibe, like another you do whatever you want. So that's kind of what. So that's where my obsession was. Is I was like, this is like something from like a magazine, like something famous, something you know, wow. like crazy out there. So what intrigues me about that though is how did you like? Let's start there. How did you even start that? Where did it start? Without giving away your secrets, you know. Oh, that's yes. Your, you know. So your... many secrets. Not well, you really. just, I don't, you know, <laughs> you never know. Some people are like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you that. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, I guess 
so my husband and I were living in Seattle, the beautiful Pacific Northwest. <sighs> so much rain. It, there's a lot of rain, but in the summer, it's really pretty. I love the rain. Oh, really? Do you visit? Do you visit there a lot? Like, is your family there? Uh, no. Okay. Um, just a couple friends now, but maybe once a year we'll go back. Um, so it's really popular out there. These adventure outdoorsy elopements, mm. and there's a lot of elopement planners out there and photographers that just do elopements. Which, not saying there's not that out here, right? There aren't really any planners out I, yeah, here that I've just never specialize heard of in one that. or seen one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fast forward, we moved out here, and after doing research, I learned that, and that's when like, yeah, I had just dream that light bulb went yep. off. I was Did like, you do weddings do. before you moved here? Like, was that your job in Washington? Like planning. Um, I actually worked for a catering company in Seattle um, that I was like the wedding coordinator. So I kind of kind of did the wedding thing, but mm -hmm. more so on the catering side, which was interesting to learn all of that. Um, so then when we moved out here, I knew I wanted to be more on the planning side of things. So when you move to a new town, I think that sometimes people don't realize like how hard it is to open a business just in general in a place where you know everyone and it's a small yeah. town. But when you move to a place and especially a town that is like Durango is very who you are is what matters. Like that's just yeah. the vibe. That's yeah, just totally. the honest truth. So when you move somewhere and you don't know anyone and you start a business and it booms, how does that like, what does that look like for you? Like, I feel like that's to be successful in a place where you don't know anyone and nobody essentially gave you that tool. Like you did that yourself. Yeah. But how did you do it? So like that's from the beginning. <laughs> I honestly think that coming from – so my husband and I did go to Fort Lewis College. Okay. So we had lived here before, but because we had been gone for so many years, we didn't know a lot of people that were still living here. Right. Um, so moving to the big city I think forced us – out of our comfort zones. We had to learn to make friends with, you know, people we don't know. Um, and so moving back, I think I had that confidence then that, oh, this is great. Like nobody knows me. I'm just going to make friends with everybody. And I really think that that's how my business was so successful from the get-go was yeah. just going out of my comfort zone, meeting people, got my name out there. Yeah. And doing it, do you think that, because it was after a pandemic, so brides yeah. were kind of like itching yeah. to get married. That Probably had also that, yeah. Myself, I did not, we did not wait. I was like, I'm not, I don't know when the world is going to come <laughs> back to normal. Right. So the people that did wait had to find, you know, people who could kind of make it happen sooner yeah. than later. Yeah. And I think planning weddings is a very, you have to be a very special person because you have to have this image of somebody else's special day. Like you have, like yeah, being a planner much. is basically like literally getting bossed around and maybe bridezilla all day. I myself was bridezilla. Oh, I've been gosh, married twice. Sir. So my first time, crazy pants over here. And I did have, we did have a wedding planner the first time. Yeah. And so that makes your wedding just very magical. You know, having that person who does. Oh, being eat, able to just enjoy your wedding. I don't know how. Show up, yeah. leave, help pick it up, all the things. It. Yeah. So, okay. So you became successful. You guys made friends 
And do you guys live in Durango? We do. We live out in Durango West. I love Durango West. That's community amazing. out there. Yeah. What did you did you guys both graduate from Fort Lewis? We did. Yep. What are um, your majors? I majored in environmental studies and marketing. I feel like you told <sighs> me that once. <laughs> and I was like, well, what do you even do with that? Yeah, what we do don't you do know. with that? We don't know. That's a as soon as I graduated, I knew i was like well i don't know what that was all about you're like what am i gonna, We're not do, gonna do that is it like a backup plan like just you know in case you need it or I like yes i think we're also just kind of thrown into college at such a young age you need to know what you yes. want to do that's an, it's that is actually an interesting point let's go back to that so <laughs> i feel like the millennial mindsetting like that is what you're supposed to do right you're supposed yeah. to graduate high school go to college get married have babies and that's how you live that's your life. life. Like that yes. is what you do. And when you talk to most people who have a degree that did things not the, you know, crazy route. Yeah. You're like, well, what were you ever planning on doing with that? And they're like, dude, I have no. Just to have a degree, I guess. Yeah. Just yeah. because I think the world back then too was you will not be successful if you don't have a degree. And yep. so when that is embedded into you, yep. that's what you do. I know people who have – so when I was, like, looking for jobs um, on Indeed, like, this was a long time ago, there were positions that required a bachelor's degree that started at $18 an hour. And that was laughable to me because I'd been making twice yeah. that for years. And I was like, so messed I don't have my yeah. bachelor's. Yeah. So I just thought it's an interesting way that the world has really twisted and turned. Is like now you can be that entrepreneur. You mm -hmm. can do all these things. But you also have to be driven because opening a business and doing all those things takes a lot of work. Social media? Dude, your social media is banging. I Thank feel you. like wow. when I first met you, I think I saw you on TikTok too. Wow. And so you – but the way that you put things together, like the for the weddings themselves, so like I'm a 30-second scroller. I want the whole story Ooh. in 30 seconds, yep. and that's what I loved. Is like you literally could see <laughs> – that entire wedding and all the things you did in 30 seconds. Right. And so that was – that's my vibe right there. I like that. Okay. But that's Good a lot of know. work. I know that making yeah. those 30-second videos can literally take a couple hours. A job in itself for sure. Yeah. Do you do your own – like all that stuff yourself? I – do everything for my business except for the accounting side. Hmm. I knew immediately. I'm like, I'm not good with numbers. I'm not going to waste my time. So yeah. I hire somebody to help me with that. Yeah, because yeah. that sounds like a – well, and weddings are not – that part of weddings are very different. Yeah. You're not talking about smaller numbers, you know, so that's oh, yeah. kind of yeah. a like different – back end. I don't know how to – Do all yeah. that fun nope. stuff. So how many weddings do you have right now that you're doing? Oh, gosh. I – I think I just – I told myself I was going to be done at 20 this year because last year I did 30. 20? <laughs> and I just took on another one a few days ago. I think I'm at like 27. But I really – I'm done like from May to October. Yeah. May to October, you have 27 weddings. Thank God you came today because you are unavailable <laughs> for literally months. Oh, all summer, yeah. Okay, so yeah. – but what does that look like for you? So walk me through just a regular day of wedding. Like let's – I want to know. Like the wedding day? Uh, or the whole package. The whole so package. So somebody, like they apply. You say, they yes, apply. I'll take you. Is that how, do they have to apply? <laughs> you just take any bride? Um, no, they have to apply. Yeah, they fill out my inquiry form. Yeah, see? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And I feel like I've tried to brand my business enough to that I, the inquiries I get are 
also people who will enjoy working with me and my style. Right. Um, so that's good to know. Going into it, I'm probably going to like these people. Yeah. That way that's um, important. <laughs> yeah. It's important for them too to be like, I'm going to, I match yeah. with her, the exactly. energy, like that matters. Yeah. Um, then they let me know. I offer like a few different packages. Do they want me to fully plan their wedding? Do they want me to just coordinate the day? Do they need help with design? Uh, are they having an elopement? Right. Um, they let me know what they want. We meet. Um, we're a good fit and they like what I have to offer. They book me and I am a very proactive planner in that I like to plan your wedding in like the first four months that you book me so that we can then just relax. That's and key. Yeah. Get excited for your day. Do, does it, is there a time requirement like a year before your wedding or six months? I'm nowadays, I probably won't be available if you don't reach out to me a year in advance. Okay. Yeah. Just wow. the wedding boom. It's crazy. How crazy is that? Yeah. That's a, that is a beautiful, amazing yeah. thing. So this is a crazy fact. I called the marriage license office um, in December uh -huh. this last year because I was curious how many marriage licenses they handed out from May through October. Guess how many it was oh just my in God. our county. How many? It was like 918 or something. That's how many weddings. I guess not everybody's having a wedding, but that's how many people are getting married. I feel married. like most people probably do. But you so, probably have a small amount of that 900 that are just like walking into. Not. Yeah, right. But that's I'm like, crazy. there are enough weddings for everyone. That there. is, it's yeah. also kind of a profession that most people don't really think like, oh, I'm going to open a wedding planning business. Yeah. Like I think some people probably start, you know, as like caterers or in that and then maybe do that but there's not a lot like it's not a crazy booming market which is a good nope. thing that just means you're crazy busy yeah so but yeah. then you have to coordinate like venues and you have to do all of that too right that is so much work and you do that by yourself does your husband do, do it with you he only tags along when it's a large wedding and mm. i need and you might yeah. need like that extra set of hands or something yeah the labor he does all that stuff for me. Yeah. So eventually you'll, you will have to have another employee. I have, I do have gals that help me throughout the summer. That's good. Um, they're not like full-time employees. Right. Uh, but my first season doing this, I did it all by myself. I don't know how I did that. Well, and is, do you think that's because you were just like, had just moved here? You hadn't really made a lot of friends yet? Or maybe you yeah. had? Had you? Not really. Not yet. My first season. And so you were just riding the wave, baby. I just put my head down and <laughs> we can do this. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. So let's Okay, so then so then you plan it out and then wedding day, you are you there wedding all day? day I'm there at least 12 hours. Yeah. And set up to clean oh up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's but I mean that's what you hire somebody because you want them to do everything right. so you can just enjoy your day. So I love that. I and do. you probably have met a lot of friends doing that just in general. Yes. And I love the vendor community out here. Yeah. It's There's some pretty fun. rad people yep. that do that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So let's go. We're going to go back. Let's go back. Okay. To, okay. Tell me before before college. So where did you grow up? Where are you from? Because I don't mm. even know that. The uh, beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico. Stop. We were literally just talking. <laughs> I am. Whatever I said about Albuquerque, New Mexico, do not hold that against me, man. No, okay? don't worry. I oh have God. no ties to that city you anymore. You grew up so there? I did. I did. Yeah. Stop. Do you go back there? 
No. It, so I grew up there with my mom. It was just okay. my mom and I. And as soon as I graduated high school, my mom pieced out of there as well. Where does so she live we don't, now? She's in Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, rad. Oh my gosh. Do you visit her a lot? She, we've been there a couple times. That's amazing. It's like negative 30 degrees there right now. Yeah. So mm. that's a no for me. I'm yeah. not, but that's a really big change too. Right, like right, to go from yeah. Albuquerque to there. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that where you met your husband was out in Albuquerque? Uh, no, Fort Lewis. Okay. So you graduated from Albuquerque and then you came here to go to college. Did you live in the dorms? Uh, I did. I, so I played soccer for the fort, which is partially why I went there. I didn't even know you were a soccer player. (laughs) Not anymore, Steph. All the things I don't know about you. Yeah. Well now our (laughs) knees and you know what I mean? That's why I had to, yeah. Yeah. Man, all the things. Yep. Played soccer at the fort. Met Tucker, and we lived here, gosh, a couple years after we graduated, okay. and then he got a job opportunity in Seattle, which... What did you do after you graduated? Like, what did you work here? Um, I worked at the good old Diamond Bell Saloon. Stop in the outfit? Absolutely. I'm going to need a photo. You don't have to show me right now, <laughs> I but do. I am going to need a photo. So photo. you're hot as shit in that outfit. Oh, With my waist was tiny. Oh, yeah. my God. I bet that yeah. booty... I'm going to need to, as soon yeah. as we're done, I want to see that photo ASAP. <laughs> that was probably really uh, fun, though. Like It was fun. To do that yeah. when you're young, you know. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I did that, like, through college. And then shortly after I graduated, I realized I needed to. Do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because you have a degree now. Right. You right. know, we so. You don't need to be walking around a corset all day. Yeah. Yeah. So then you guys moved to Seattle. How long did you live there for? Uh, just shy of three years. We moved back. The beginning of 2021. Why did you guys move back? We didn't love the city. Okay. We wanted to experience it. You know, it's kind of kinda like. Always. Yeah. We got to get out of Durango. Got to branch out. New. Yeah. Uh, did not love all of the people. Had a really hard time with the winters and the rain there. Um, but I don't think either one of us would trade that experience for the world. Like the yeah, jobs we had there, that's really what set us up to be successful out here. Yeah. The experience we got. Um, and it was, yeah, 2020, obviously changing. Was yeah. yeah. I was laid off. My husband luckily kept his job, but I was alone in our Cooped tiny up. apartment yeah. with my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And the city life is very – it's just very different, like, all of it. And so if you're not from yeah. that big city life, really, like, adapting to that is very yeah. – I just feel like it's – it doesn't – it's not even about being small-minded. It's like you just don't know. Like, yeah. the first time I ever was on an interstate in Vegas, terrifying. 70 miles an hour was <laughs> terrifying. I think the highest it goes here is 65, and I am not a speeder. So if it's a 65, baby – I'm going 65. So I just think like it's those like it's little things. Yeah. Even like how yeah. big the grocery stores are. And some grocery stores, especially now, don't even have attendance. You can literally just use a little right. machine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is That's crazy. It's a big difference. And I think the pandemic being with your thoughts and all yeah, those things it was probably puts it in a perspective. So were you were you home the entire like that entire year that things were shut down? Yeah, pretty much. I think at the end of the year, I mean, because I was working for a catering company and mm-hmm. events were just not happening. Right. Um, I think maybe at the end of the year they had us come back for a short while. Um, but yeah. So what did home. you do? Like what is like really on like I, what did you, like if you think back, like what did you do for that year? Like what was it like for you? I 
honestly, I oddly enjoyed it. Um, I think it's because we had been living such a fast-paced life. It, like, mm, allowed me yes. to slow down and just do what I wanted to do every right. day. Um, I did have to keep busy, though. I'm, like, one of those people that always has to have a project. So I started an Etsy shop and I made Stop. earrings. <laughs> What? What kind of earrings? I did. Oh, just like all kinds. I you just like order the beads you. and stuff? Yeah, just order all yeah, the stuff. Yeah, I'm going to need to see it. photos of that. Do you still do that now? I don't have time now. Yeah, that's but I did that love is it. true. Yeah, yeah. And every now and then I'll make some for my brides and gift them that's earrings. So yeah. Uh, so I did that and also thought about what's my next move in yeah. life? What what's do I want to do? Yeah. So I had the time to brainstorm my business and then mountainesque was born how did you get how did you come up with the name mountainesque i meant to ask you this like a long time ago so i feel like that name is very like catchy and elegant so it has like yeah it's just very like professional and so i'm like oh my god she's an adult i better be cool like be cool like this bitch is grown you know so how did that come about i think I did a lot of research because I knew we were going to end up back here and Uh I knew that's when I wanted to launch my business. So I really thought – I probably thought for at least six months on the name and I was like, okay, who's my client out here? What are they like? And then I think I was reading a blog and somebody described a wedding as mountainesque. I love that. I love that word. Yeah. Yeah. Those were some of the first photos I ever saw that you had posted were, I think they were elopements like in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. And so I just thought that is, it's also, I think because Tony and I had just done like our vows, like just the two of us. And I thought, you know, there's something to be said about that. I think that the pandemic taught people who are in love is that you don't need the extravagance of something Mm -mm. big if you don't want it. Like you can also have something really beautiful in those, you know, really cool places. And like, that's my husband's vibe. So like when you have those two people, like I am extravagant, obviously, and bougie, and he is (laughs) the total opposite. So it's interesting. Like when I saw that, I was like, I really wish this could have been here. And I feel like a lot of people probably say that too, because with social media now, you Mm -hmm. can share that. Yeah. Before, we would have never seen that that was even something that was a choice, you know. And the word elopement, it's like a generational thing, but people think eloping means you run off without telling anybody. Right. But it's like to nowadays Vegas. it's a little different. Yeah. yeah. You go to Vegas, you get married with the Elvis. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Even sometimes when I still think about it, that's what I think. Because yeah. Because that's kind of like what we were that's what told. That's what was. it was. Yeah. yeah. And it has really turned into something very, very different now. Yeah. So what are you – okay, so – is your season only from May to October and then the rest of the year is like your off season? Like you're – where are you year-round yeah. now? Um, this year I had two winter. I had a ski elopement. I saw that. That was – let's that talk was about fun. that. <laughs> Those are the things I feel like that make you just so different in like a really cool way because maybe it is happening like in Washington and bigger places, but even like I think I would have to – go look even for something like aspen telluride like those Mm -hmm. really the small town towns but that are very elegant and that have that um how do i say this without 
sounding rude. They just have a lot of money, Aspen and Telluride. And so luxury market. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that there. Yeah. When I saw your ski wedding the other day, I was like, dude, she's serious. She's so <laughs> rad. Like, is that your client that has that idea that comes to you and says, hey, I want to get married on skis? That happened actually because a photographer and I got together and we put a giveaway together because we oh. wanted, we want to market that. And so this couple won the giveaway and they were so fun That's and awesome. they kind of just let us, you know, plan it for them and get the photos that we wanted. Yeah. I, but they actually got married. Like they actually said their vows up on the mountain. That is so cool. So now we have that material and I'm hoping maybe I can do more of those every yeah, winter. Yeah, that is really yeah. awesome. I do feel like there is a huge market for that here because so many people travel here. Yeah. Like Durango, so I'm from Durango, so I've been okay. here like unless – except when I left for a couple of years, but otherwise like I've been here this whole time. So it really used to be that um, the summertime was when we got like tourists. Yeah. It is no longer that. It is a 24-7 tourist time. And I feel like the winters have become almost busier than the summers because of the skiing and the – And so many people have moved here. So I feel like that market is – And Durango is is become a very luxury place. Mm -hmm. Like it's just – Everything is luxury from weddings to just hair, just – Things in general. Oh, yeah. Everything has become very luxury. I'm here for it. I love it myself. But it's like, how do you find those those people and women who market that? Like, how do you yeah. find the confidence? Like, that's the whole point here is like you had your story, your life that you were like, okay, I want to open my own business. And mm-hmm. that takes that confidence in yourself, doing it alone, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, your husband is your partner because he's your husband. Yeah. But really, you're doing this. You're solo writing, baby. Yeah, it uh, it can feel lonely, but I think um, I don't know if this answering. Do you ask me a question? No, I okay. didn't ask you one. All right, I'm no. just gonna. I no, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like confidence is what takes. Like, is what it takes oh, to yeah. run a business. Yeah. and so having that comes from somewhere. You know, I was forced out of my comfort zone moving to the big city. Yeah. And that's, I'm forever grateful for that. And then also moving back, like you guys moved back and you didn't have any friends here. So I feel like as an adult, you know, the last two years I've made a lot of new friends, but before that I had the same friends. Yeah. Oh, same. Like they left, moved back. Yep. Most of the friends I went to high school with that I was super close with literally moved back to Durango. So I wasn't really ever alone. So I opened a business in the town that I grew up in and mm-hmm. all of my friends came. And so it was amazing and great. Mm-hmm. Opening a business in a town where you don't have that is very – and you're humble. Because like literally I'm telling you that and you're like, what do you mean? What, that's I didn't do that. And I'm like, says I'm not – no, you. Like so how do you think – like where did that com- confidence come from? So it came from Washington. But do you think it came from like when you were a kid having to make friends, just you and your mom? Like where did it come from? Maybe. Was it just always there? Way back. I was an only child. Maybe that's why. I don't there know. There you go. I had and it was to, just you and your mom. It was just me and my mom. I didn't have siblings, so my friends were my family. Um, yeah. That could be it. And it taught you to just kind of like make new friends because that's yeah. what you had. Mm-hmm. You know? I was always on sports, on a sports team, so that helped. Do you feel like too. as an adult you like to be a part of like those big group things because you played sports? Probably, yeah. yeah. Like I yeah. – I love people. 
Like I'm an ex- <laughs> I think now as I'm getting older, I'm like an introverted extrovert because yeah. I am okay yes. to be alone mm-hmm. at home sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I used to not, like literally could not do that. Like it, it was, I was like, who wants to go out to dinner in like a pack, you know, <laughs> that used to be where I'm at. But now oh, like I love no. going out, but I can also. You have to recharge now. Yes. Yeah. That is the yeah. key to all the yeah. things. Yeah. So, Okay. What do you and your husband do? Because every time I see your guys' photos, you guys adventure. Like on a random day, you're just literally out with your dogs and your husband. Um, Brandon not snowshoeing. What's the other one? Cross-country skiing. That one. That's my newest hobby right now. Is that yeah. is that your vibe? Yeah. You can do that in Durango West though, right? Like in your backyard yeah. basically? Yes. Is that where you do it? Uh, no, we went to Vallecito for that. But Man. Yeah. Do you yeah. just wake up and you're like, hey, do you want to go? Yeah, we like today. I mean, that's partially why we wanted to move back. We're so close to all of that, and we like being outside, the outdoors, Um, all that fun stuff. And we both work from home, so that's why we're always like, let's leave the house and go do something. Yeah. Do you feel like that's hard to work together from home? Uh, honestly, no, because we each have our own offices and we shut the doors, and we only see each other during lunch breaks. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. So you just do your own vibe. Mm -hmm. That's probably. I guess that probably does work for you to work from like where else would you do it like have your own office yeah in town but that's just like unnecessary do you bring like your clients over though no i'll meet them at coffee shops okay yeah i love that yeah i think i want to get married again let's renew your vows let's do it god like in the mountains i tell my husband like let's do i really want to do i think we talked about this i want to do a photo shoot fly fishing so i don't know how to fly fish right but we could pretend it's not me but my husband he moved here for the fly fishing and so there was something that you did and i was like oh my god we have to do I like a, a fun wedding in silverton and they fly fished for their yeah. first look that was what it was for yeah. and i was like i he would love that like we have to make this happen yeah and he, i don't do think it. he would really care about the, the photo shoot part no. of that you know he would probably just enjoy the fishing yeah, yeah. exactly um, so how long, so let's talk about what's next. Like, what are your next goals, plans, all the things, not like your five-year plan, yeah. but eventually, like, do you just want to do this forever? Like your, your weddings? I, yeah. I mean, when I first started this, I told myself once this starts to feel like a chore and I no longer enjoy it, you know, that's when it's ready to move on to the next thing, which is cool that we've been learning in life is we'll just evolve to the yeah, next thing. It'll exactly. happen. Um, but I do try to have boundaries uh, that I'm not burning myself out. Yes, you um, have to have that. Yeah, in everything you do in life. Yeah. Um, so for now, I am just riding the wave of yeah. wedding planning and enjoying it. Um, when I first started, I was doing a lot of weddings at venues and things out here, which is great. And now it's been more elopements, like probably half my events this coming summer is elopements. That's amazing. I love that so much. I don't know why. I just feel like that has done like the biggest switch. And I just really loved when, because so my first wedding, we had 600 guests. Oh my gosh. Where? So that was kind of the thing is there wasn't a venue that was big enough for us. So we were actually going to get married outside at Rotary Park and it snowed. So we had to get married inside of where our reception was, which was the St. Columba gym. Our wedding planner, though, was literally, Stacey, top notch, baby, turned the St. Columba gym into like an extravagant like venue. Yeah. For what a gym could be turned into. Like the 
the best that they could possibly. I mean, literally like black silk things, like over, like covering on walls. everything. Yeah. I mean, it was. She did an amazing job wow. with literally like a three hours because it snowed that morning. It was in April, like late April, okay. and we had just a lot of family, and it was just we were like, well, we can't put everybody outside in the snow, Mm-mm. so. We did our reception in there, and then we had to kind of, like, um, make everybody leave, like, for an hour so that they could could turn it into the – yeah, because then, like, there was the food. Yeah, so that was probably not her most favorite. huge production. It was wild. And then the second time that we got married was during the pandemic, and so um, Kaylee – I just wanted a photo, like, in a dress. I was like, well, let's just go to the courthouse and get married, and let's just have a dinner with, like, 10 people. Oh, yeah, you told me like, this. Because, like, literally yeah. nothing was open, so yep. we could only go so many places. And Kaylee, the, I think I just, like, connect the thing so, so much. I just wanted a photo, like, in the street, and I was like, just do it in the middle of the street in, in Bayfield, like, whatever. She was like, dude, get in. So she drove Tony and I, like, into the mountains in between uh-huh. Bayfield and Pagosa, yep. like, middle of nowhere, and was like, we're hiking. And I was like, what? And it was, she just put music on and it was like beautiful. And it was just the two of us. And we just, we got married and then we went and had dinner. And there was just something very different about the the two things. It's more meaningful because it's, I mean, the day is just about the two of you anyways. It should be. And sometimes you can lose like Mm -hmm. the sight of that, you know? And so I think there's that, um, I want to circle back to the studio because, man, we've really gone. <laughs> this is what I do, though. We go all over the Tangent. places, you oh, know? Yeah. So I remember when I first met you, like, we had had, like, few conversations, like, all these different things. And I feel like your personality has evolved just from the time that I have met you and known you. I think a lot of that is, like, business and people and just a lot of things. The very first time I met you, I think it was, like, you were very shy and quiet. Very. And I don't – are you shy, like, all the time? Like, is that your personality? uh yeah i'm shy at the beginning yeah so and i remember like my personality is very bold very loud especially in the studio like that was a place where like that was my safe place right and i wanted to make other people feel safe i think my first class that i signed up for was with you and i probably called you (laughs) out that very first day i probably was like everybody emily's new she's in the back row on the left (laughs) that's and it was like opposite of what quiet people want that is and i <laughs> so in my mind i was like i want to help like branch like uh, yeah that which out. it did and that was like mm-hmm. where i wanted to and i remember over that year your personality really evolved and changed like every single day but then it was like i was learning who you were as a person and so that like shy quiet part of you was still there but that professional part of you was shown in very different lights And so it's inspiring because I think sometimes people, especially who are shy, think, well, I'm shy or I am introverted. And so Mm -hmm. I can't do what you do because you do it. Yeah. And so you kind of set that mold for people. It's like, look, you can be shy and quiet and you can know nobody. And you can still do something that you love and branch it really big. And so I feel like another thing for people who are loud like myself attention is like it doesn't bother me like i don't i don't care oh, I hate about it. it i never raised my hand in class stuff i can't yeah that literally does not surprise me <laughs> one bit sis you never sat in the front row during oh, a spin no. class not one no, time not baby same bike same space like you had your drive <laughs> um but you are setting the mold for people who think that they can't do something that you do 
because it's scary. It's mm-hmm. scary to move new places and start a business. Like I really think people don't understand how hard it is to start a business just in general. Like get an LLC, all that shit takes oh, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. But you do it and you're quiet and you're shy. But you have to be personable. Mm-hmm. You have to have conversations with brides and their families. What if they have 10 bridesmaids? Like, So you are setting this example for other women who are watching that think, I can't do this. And it's like, well, all you have to do is jump, baby. Exactly. And so I think that's really cool because – you don't even realize that's what you're doing. Yeah. And so that's what inspired me about you was here's this girl that I've met that's very shy and very quiet. And as you get to know people who are shy and quiet, that changes, right? Like you're going to talk to me because now I know you. Mm -hmm. But you are just evolving all the time. And usually people who are shy and quiet don't even know that they're evolving because you're just making – you don't know that that's what's happening. Like even being here with you today – you're not shy with me and yeah. that's we have a different rapport now we haven't seen each other in months so this is just like you this is the mm-hmm. new you being like open and honest and talking yeah. about yourself and that is evolvement we're we're stealing yeah. Alyssa's word evolve although it's we know, love everybody's it. Thank stuff, you, but that's her that's her mantra right now yeah and I feel like just so many people are doing that and I don't know if that's like if we thank the pandemic for really bouncing us out of our comfort zones or if oh, we partially you know, I think that does have something to do with it. And so you inspire me because I'm like, well, here is this person who is doing this thing that they love. And so I remember you were one of the very first people I told about the podcast, literally. And I love it so much because sometimes you tell people things and they're like, don't do that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. (laughs) You were literally like, dude, I cannot wait. And I was like, really? You think it's going to be a vibe? You think it's going to be good? And you were like, I'm yeah. Very it's supportive. Yes. And I think that's amazing because when you do that for other women, when they're not like in your circle or your best friends, that is what is missing in so many places. Yeah. As you find a stranger, that stranger becomes an acquaintance or a friend mm-hmm. and they support you in all of your dreams mm-hmm. and all of your crazy things. And that's where we yeah. are. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You were not like, please, please don't do that. <laughs> Well, I have to say that I also attribute a lot of my business's success from the beginning was meeting people like you in the community who were supportive. It was, I guess, like kind of like a blind support that you don't know is there. Um, And I learned that pretty quickly, like this community will do that. And so I try to give that back. Yeah, I love that. That's huge. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a, That's actually a very interesting thing for someone to say to about. So I've heard different people say different things about Durango just in general. Mm-hmm. And usually it's like, well, Durango's really clicky. And like it's very like usually you have your like support circle, your support net. And I feel like the I don't know if it's a pandemic. It's the only timeline that I really have to compare it to. Right. Yeah. But I feel like it really made people look at things differently. And I think it really helped people support people in their dreams, no matter how crazy they sound. Yeah. And when you look at so many people branching out and really trying to do scary things, and then they're successful, and you're like, "That's that's rad." Mm-hmm. Like, and so that I just find I love that that's your view on your experience oh, yeah. here. Like, that's it's amazing that so many people were supportive. I I mean, I came from the big city where it was really cutthroat and very clicky. Mm. 
And so if, I don't know, you think it's clicky here. <laughs> it's Is it not there? to me. No. To me, it's completely different here. I like, I'm sure there's people who I don't know that don't support me, but whatever. Right, right. Um, I've gotten positivity from almost everybody. So I love that. It's like, I guess I never really thought of, so I've never lived in a big city. The biggest city I've yeah. lived in, um, Colorado Springs. For me, though, that was very big. big. Yeah. Um, I never really thought about big cities being clicky, but when you say it that oh way, especially yeah. in that profession, mm-hmm. that has to be, it has to be clicky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's a lot harder to start a business, I would say, in a big city, too. Well, yeah. and you, so you have a best friend here that does the, um, the what is the balloon thing in the mountain? Like the lunches? We talked oh, about this before. Uh, during a picnic company? Yeah. So that also is like a vibe for me. So when I saw that she was doing that, I was uh-huh. like, how amazing that you guys do things like very similar. Did you meet her in college or did you meet her when you moved back? Mm-hmm. Her and I, so she also owns a catering company. Okay. She was doing charcuterie and I reached out to her. I did see those. Those yeah. are rad also. Those are gorgeous. Yeah. And I reached out to her for a styled shoot, I think. And then it was our my very first style shoot as Mountain-esque and it made it into Rocky Mountain Bride. And what? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That I don't is know. amazing. I didn't even know that. That's yeah. amazing. Um, So we all became friends. The vendors that were involved in that shoot got pretty close, you know, because we were celebrating. Yeah, of course. That gave me the and, chills. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's how I know her name's Alexis. Um, that's how I became friends with her. And now her and I kind of work together because I plan the elopements and then she does the picnic. And so it's fun. You're not, you're just like working with friends. See, yeah. I think there is something about that that I just find like just so beautiful because it's hard to make friends when you're this age. Yeah. Just in general. Like and maybe. people that you like click and that you can just be close with because yeah. life, like I'm in a place where I want to have like real conversations, deep, you know, all that fun stuff. So I think that's really cool that you guys just like some of my best friends I've ever had in my life. I've met the last two years. Same. In the studio. Yeah. yeah. Which like I this morning was thinking to myself when I was driving, I was like, I have some of the best gals like in my life. And I love reaching out to like different, different people and saying like, what is your story? Like that's like with you. I'm like, yeah. Dude, I want to know because I just think that you are so inspiring, but also I find your business to be just admirable. Like everything about it is elegant, it's professional, and it's just – it's something that I'm like that is – it's beautiful to watch. And like there's no other way – like it's just cool as fuck. Like I say that about very, very few people, but I find it to be just crazy that you moved to Durango and you did the business you have and it got big like it is. Like that is very inspiring. And it makes Thank me you. feel like, dude, you can do whatever you want whenever you want to do it. And so I just wanted people to yeah. hear because your story about your business in general isn't like you had to do this really hard thing. Yeah. You had a – and by that I mean like you didn't have to – go through all these loops and like super crazy struggles or like you had this really scary big dream mm-hmm. and you just jumped and did it by yourself. Yep. And so that alone is like what's inspiring about it all. Yeah. And I think sometimes as millennials and as women, 
we are scared to do what people say we can't do. You don't have a degree in business planning or in elopements or whatever, right? That's not what you like studied all these yeah. things. Yep, nope. You had this small taste and this big vision and you said, watch me. So growing up, my mom always said nothing good ever comes from your comfort zone. Stop. Chills. Yep. Oh my God. And I that's just lived with me. And then doing this. When I first started, I was terrified. I was like, people are going to think I'm a fraud. You know, I didn't have very much right. experience. Well, and that's exactly it is that. Yeah. Traditionally, most people, especially, you know, five, six, seven years ago, would say, what is your experience? And if you would say, I don't have any. I just opened this Not business. They would be like, <laughs> have a great day. Yeah. But we live in a world now where we can do bigger things and we can say, okay, well, I'm going to trust you. And mm-hmm. this looks like it's probably going to work out for both of us. And it is that blind trust. Yeah. Wait a second. How did you meet Liz? Oh, Liz and I go way back. Okay. So you did know yeah. her yeah. back in the college life. Yep. God, I love her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the Berkey. Well, that's who, is that who brought you to the studio, Liz? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause Liz saw the studio from probably my, cause I met her through someone I got my hair done at Raylan. So that's how oh, I met okay. Liz yes. like long ago. Yeah. So, okay. That just was a super random, yep. random note. Very um, random thought while you're talking. That's yes. impressive. I know. Story of my life. <laughs> are you, cl- are you close with your mom still now? Oh yeah. As- We're like best friends. Yeah. That. And you're yeah. an only child. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my husband is an only child. So. Oh. And I am not, them. I am not an only child. So they're very different. Yeah. Like that ice cream, you know, if, if it's his, we better buy two boxes oh, because yeah, uh, yeah. Is that how you live your life? Like what's yours yeah. is yours, but you'll share yeah, with your husband because you love him. But I what? struggle with sharing. Yeah, yep. That. It's an interesting, like even just like bathroom things, like just little basic things. I'm like, did you were definitely an only child. Like <laughs> we had one thing for all three of us kids to share. Right, you know, yeah. Yeah, only child different. Man, okay. Well, let's see. I haven't checked the time because we just been. Chatting, chatty cat, 45 minutes on the dot. What? Oh my God. Okay. Well, um, God, thank you so much for coming to share all your glorious tea. Yes. I love it so much. I just want people to know that they can do scary things. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like just everything that you do is the definition of scary for millennials, but you did it anyways and you are successful. And so it's like, that is. And you're also very humble, right? So, like, you're not going to go and make an Instagram post or a Facebook post and say, like, guess what I'm doing, right? So I have to literally be like, we're going to tell the people how you did this just so that people know just because you started something doesn't mean you have to stay in that. Just because you got a degree in it doesn't – what does it mean again? doesn't mean. It feels uh, like it's like hard words. Tell me what it is Environmental studies, what do we do? We don't know. I, I literally hear the word environment, <laughs> environmental and I'm like, I don't – That's We don't know what that is. Yeah. No, but it sounds so yeah. smart. Yeah. So you have to be intelligent. We know that you are. Yeah. But that sounds like on another level, you know? I don't think it is. It is. No, it is. <laughs> so, okay. I yeah. just love that you came and shared everything with the people. We're going to do so another funny. one. A fun yes. one. Maybe after wedding season. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because all the people I want to do this fun idea I have with, I'm like, so next December we'll do it because <laughs> you're all busy yep. for the yep. summer yep. and wedding times. Yep. So, gosh. Okay. Well, tell the people goodbye. 
Bye, people. Thanks for listening. Yes.